0: Welcome to the cell phone junkie. My name is Mickey Papillon and this is show number fourteen. Today I'm joined by my co host Matt. Matt, how you doing? Good afternoon, evening, whatever, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we're at some point after dinner for both of us, so I think that would constitute evening. At least uh that's gonna be for for today. Um just wanted to before we get started here with the show, wanted to recognize um all the family and friends. Uh, of everyone who lost a loved one five years ago in the attacks of september 11th um our deepest sympathies go out to all of you um you know we were praying for you guys and um you're very very strong for moving through uh getting through everything so i uh, just wanted to recognize everyone that was involved in that
1: absolutely and uh thoughts and prayers go out to everybody of course and one thing i do want to mention everybody to keep in mind is that uh what fires me up a little bit about it is the technology, and hopefully, at some point when these things happen, in the future will be hopefully more and more prepared, and the
0: communication system will not be lacking like it was this time. Yep, absolutely. Um, on a little bit lighter note, as we move forward here into the show, before we get into some of the the news uh, that we've got, just wanted to mention uh, to everyone we've been we've been off for a little bit of time here. And actually, we're going to take this coming weekend off as well. So the next show will be uh, a week from today, next Wednesday. And that will be show number 15. And then the show after that is the show that we're going to be doing all of your questions. So if you have any questions, make sure you send those to us, thecellphonejunkie at gmail.com. One quick thing also, if you've ever wondered what it sounds like... um, when you are talking to someone on your Acura hands-free link um, I had a kind of an interesting experience uh, this week where I was able to, I uh, had a loaner Acura when mine was in getting some service done and uh, paired my Motorola Q up with the hands-free link and uh, decided to kind of do some test calling and I, it, everyone said it sounded just fine so, but uh, just to make sure for myself, I did this yeah, hi. This is Mickey. I am calling from the interior of an Acura TSX, and my phone is connected over the hands-free link that is found in the newer Acura devices, which I thought was pretty neat. And I thought it was kind of a fun uh, mobile thing, and uh, definitely had a lot to do with cell phones and you know Bluetooth and built into cars and everything like that. So just wanted to do a test here, and uh, hopefully this comes out okay. So anyway. So that was Mickey's little jaunt there in the Acura TSX and uh was actually what I did is I just called into my voicemail, left myself a voicemail and then just uploaded the the wave file here. So anyway, I thought it was kind of interesting. Um a little disappointed with the sound quality on that, but um overall, quite honestly when you're talking about, you know, driving around in a car and and hearing that, I'll I'll let you be the judge for yourself and uh, you know, kind of what you think about that. Uh you No, know,
1: here it is. Here it is. You you got you're taking your a- accurate with tooth. I'm lucky to have my minivan and have a DVD player in the back to keep the kids occupied.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's just one of those uh one of those little things that I I'll, I'll be wishing that I could have that car now. They they get you <laughs> in, okay, you're getting your work done on your car, but oh, why don't you take one of these new ones out and yeah. just play yeah. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you want a third and fourth mortgage on your house, right? right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> It's not a problem. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, a- as always with all these stories that we're going to talk about today, I'll have a link up in the show notes, and I've got a link for the directly to the Acura site for the hands-free link homepage that talks about uh, kind of how that whole process works. It was actually really easy, but uh, to get it all paired up and whatnot. But anyway, kind of neat. Uh, one Can I just
1: make one comment real quick here? Yeah, yeah, of course. Is just want to just say real quick to people that noticed that. What we're seeing is we're starting to see Bluetooth, kind of like what Apple is with the iPods and cars, Bluetooth now. So this is kind of showing everybody that uh, that Bluetooth is still around, Bluetooth that, you know, these technologies like this are coming around. They're starting to show up in all different devices, coming standard in a lot of new phones. So, kind of you know, I want people to kind of get used to that Bluetooth is going to be around for a while and definitely check it out.
0: Absolutely. Uh, a quick site that we'll also mention here that I thought was pretty neat is one that is called uh, wireless-satellite.net. And the site itself, um, I, had no, I can't even remember where I found this, to be honest, Matt, uh, but I really uh, thought it was good. It is just an absolute uh, plethora of information. To uh, There's no other word for it uh, when it comes to the everything wireless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know I, what I want to talk about real quick about this site. What I noticed a couple things is, youth th- th- I want people to point out that they think th- that the U.S. has a lot of people that have phones. Check out, I think it's down. One of the carriers in here talks about the biggest carrier has like over a hundred million subscribers.
0: Yeah, the uh, well, that's an, well, yeah, uh, Vodafone is obviously right. the biggest subscriber, biggest provider in the world. Yeah, 170.6 million subscribers. So if they think that, you know, 50 million is a lot
1: of customers, think about it. somebody has that. Plus, also another thing I want people to look at is growth rates, where people think that, wow, man, man everybody's getting phones here all the time, man. And if you look at Latin America, I know it's still, I mean, it's just I know what you're thinking. is oh well, that's not the U.S. Well, still look at the fact that we're still, U.S. and Canada, 33%, when we got still Eastern Europe at 45%, Africa, Middle East, and Latin America, literally just showing how much growth wireless is or, or you know on the whole world
0: itself. Yeah, almost a 100% growth rate for Latin America. That's yeah. that's pretty amazing. And another th- interesting thing about I mean and and uh, like I said I'll put the link up here so everyone can pop in here and look mm-hmm. at all this and inf- these these numbers and things here, but um everyone talks about, you know, T-Mobile and not being a very big provider, uh, you know, or they're going to get gobbled up. They're the second biggest in the world. So, just because they're their market share here in the U.S. isn't as big as as some of the other ones. They're they're doing just fine. <laughs> 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 so anyway, not not much more to say about that. Go check out that uh, wireless dash satellite dot net. Uh, next quick story here. We actually have a couple of uh, this is an interesting one for me. It was a story that came out of. Um, I, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, uh, and I'm not familiar with this, uh, but they the, the story talks about a woman who was getting some items out of her car and had a uh, um, had a car crash into her and crushed her legs, and she had to uh, get one amputated. Well, the story goes on to say that Georgia legislators are trying to um, not only get a, get bans on cell phones, but if you get in a crash. Uh, you may get a fine of up to $500 for getting in a crash while you're talking on your cell phone. Um, which is something I think is probably, you know, not that far off uh, from other states taking a look at that too because obviously uh, cell phones are very can be very distracting, especially if you are doing things like, you know, trying to send or receive messages or even dialing uh, can sometimes be extremely distracting for people. So that's where headsets come into play. And I know, Matt, you had another comment and a little story side story about that too.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, what this comes down to is, yes, I want people to pay more attention when they're behind the wheel, absolutely. I tell everyone that I'm unfortunately guilty of talking on my phone, but I will always use a hands-free device, and I always have. Now people say, oh, but that's not much better. You know what? That's true. It is. I mean, it's it's not a whole lot better than holding on to your phone. Uh, But I still warn people, you know, try not to get emotional when when you're driving, that type of thing, and, you know, pay attention. And what goes along with this story is one I heard on TV locally here was talking about that insurance companies may, down the road, if they find out that you got in an accident caused by a phone, they may just deny your claim totally. You may end up paying out of
0: pocket for these costs, which could
1: cause co- you know, I mean, that that for most people that could that could really hurt you.
0: That is just that it's unbelievable, and uh, you know, you look at that, and that's going to be very. Um, it would be a very difficult proposition, in my opinion, for it to to work out. But at the same time, if you're if you're caught, you know that's you're definitely distracted. And if, and if there's a law, even more uh, a reason, you know, not to for an insurance company to pay for that claim.
1: Yeah, I think there would be obviously some legal battles there for that ever really takes grip. But still, just to kind of keep, keep people aware when you're driving, pay attention. Try to use hand free device. Try not to, but uh, you know, pay attention to the road. That's your first, foremost thing to do when you're driving. And also, Mickey, when I was talking, when thinking about this, you know, they always pinpoint cell phones a lot. But there's, you know, there's well as I do. There's been many accidents where people aren't paying attention because they're eating. They're, you know, they're doing many other things. Even
0: simple conversation can sometimes be distracting enough.
1: Yeah, kids in the back screaming. Yeah.
0: Yep. You know, why do they, think they put DVD players in, like I'm joking about earlier, because they try to keep <laughs> kids
1: distracted,
0: seriously. So parents could probably pay attention more to the road. That's part of the reason, probably why that's there. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it makes sense, you know. Yeah. Keep you keep your eyes on the road. So one of the biggest sites that's out there is for, for uh, technology news is CNET. And, and most people know CNET for w- various reasons, and they read stories or watch their, I don't know, they call them reviews, the two-minute little clips that they show, but they had a, a a top 10 list of the top 10 must have gadgets and this is uh um uh, basically a, a list of of i don't know consumer electronics and, and there's all sorts of different items on here you've got some uh you know like a a big you know Panasonic you know flat screen flat panel TV and you know Sony PSP and um the number 2 gadget is actually a Toshiba uh Gigabeat which is an MP3 player but the number 1 gadget and of course I had to bring this up just because I have it is the Motorola <coughs> Q. And it got a, an editor's rating of an 8.0. So which I um I mentioned on the last show I've recently upgraded uh, the 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 ROM on it and it it's been working very well for me. I had a had a chance to use the Bluetooth headphones on the plane and um on my my trip this past weekend, the reason we didn't have a show, and they worked perfectly. It was it's just the joy, um, even better use of the phone now, so I just had to bring that up, you know I would do something you know, like and
1: that. Yeah, and, I, and it just goes to show that uh, here it is, Motorola, that, that's why Motorola is where they're at, I mean they have yes, yeah, so they have certain devices people don't like but they, they come out with vi- devices like this that just have these features, and like we talked about before, quick to the draw seeing issues, coming out with updates, pays off, you know, and that's and you know, it's a, it's a, i'm sorry it's a cool looking
0: phone and another thing i think that helps it too is price yeah very good price you know for two hundred bucks um it's it's hard to get any windows mobile device for under you know three four hundred dollars and uh you know but it it's one of those things i just i thought it was kind of a neat thing to point out so uh taking a look here at a story from CellularNews.com is we just passed the two point five billion mobile phone mobile phone subscription I guess is what it is Um which I, and we just I, for those of you who have been following numbers we just passed 2 billion 12, uh, 12 months ago so this is that's pretty big that's a pretty pretty decent growth rate and yeah. you're talking about just unbelievable numbers over the past year you know 500 million subscribers in the last 12 months around the world and um uh, and, w- and to do a comparison here, think about the carriers here. The carriers here are bragging
1: about adding a million a quarter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? So if you think about, okay, they're adding a million a quarter, and there's a, the big ones are, that's only, what, that's only 4 or 5 million a quarter, and now there's been 500 million overall. So it just, it just tells you not, not just growth here, but growth overall. How yeah.
0: huge. Yeah, well, and let me read this one paragraph here. We're talking... Um, percentages Of those about 500 million people, 41%, it's almost half were in Asia-Pacific. Um, I'm going to take a guess and say a lot of that was China. Um, yep, Eastern maybe. Europe and Latin America together were 30%. <coughs> Africa was 10%. And Western Europe, North America, and the Middle East combined were 20%. <coughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we're much, much slower growth. But then again, we have, and actually, now that I mention it, I'm looking down here. It says a quarter of the growth is coming from uh, China and India. China's market is still expanding at more than 5 million new connections per month. Uh, y- you look at any of the, the different fe- uh, segments of technology or development, you know, Western development, and a lot of it's coming from China, and which is just kind of the way that things are going you know a rate of net new connections quadrupling over the last 18 months so that's insane it like what it says mm-hmm.
1: here it says it's going to be 3 billion connections by the end by around the end of 2007
0: yeah 3 billion <laughs> which is um, we're talking what almost almost 50% of the the world's population and i mean that's that that's is crazy. Just, just unbelievable numbers um, let's see. Oh, you know what, Matt? I got a great story for us to talk about here. Did you see the uh, the announcement of the uh, uh the IP830W? <laughs> that's a mouthful. Sweet little device. Sweet world little device. phone from Sprint. And you are the one who mentioned this a couple of shows ago about wanting every provider to have a phone like this.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, you know, I talked about, uh, we discussed about how there is this market segment that still need still needs these phones and don't want to have to worry about buying this or buying that one to get to the different countries and just wants a phone that works overall. You know, and and maybe different ways of solving that issue. And you know, what we talked about before is that you know, I always think there's still gonna be that market segment, still people that'll buy these certain phones and that I still think all carriers should at least carry at least one or two of these devices. So this just shows that they stopped that one device for a while it's been a while since they literally stopped that
0: one device and then popped this out. So they let me let me read the specs on this baby. This is um for those of you who are familiar what was the uh, I think it was the I seven thirty was the other was the old seven ninety? Seven ninety yeah, I can't Nine. remember what it was. But it's the first uh Windows Mobile five uh world phone that was announced at the C T I A conference uh in the last couple of days. And it is um it's obviously it's a pocket PC phone. It's got a 512 megahertz Intel processor, so it's it's very quick. And it has it has every band you can think of, including probably some rubber bands and big brass bands. Okay, that wasn't as funny as I thought <laughs> it was going to be. Anyway, sorry. Uh, it's an EVDO first phone. Obviously, eighteen hundred or uh, nine. Sorry, eight hundred nineteen hundred for uh, the for CDMA. And it also has uh, GSM bands of uh, 900 and 1800, so that's where this we were talking. This phone really comes in handy. It's it's got that slide slide up design like a lot of phones have nowadays, but uh, reveals a full QWERTY keyboard, and uh, it, it's a it looks like a big honking device. And um, I I don't know that the form factor is probably where it it uh, could be with a lot of other phones, but I mean it it's it serves a purpose, especially. For the market that it's going act after, and it has everything else, you know, it's got the the, the real time push email, and you know, the built in Bluetooth for everything you can imagine, and GoodLink, and all that stuff. I mean, it's it's got everything you need, and it's but it has GSM as well so that you can use it around the world, which is yeah. yeah.
1: To me, the the form factor is a big thing on here. Um, I would, I, you know, I think this would have been probably a nice, as you know, how some of the pocket PC phones are. Open up this like the six seven hundred with Sprint. Mm-hmm. I you know open up for the keyboard. I think that's what I think would have been probably maybe a little better than the side factor because I do like the big screens like these. Um, another thing is for me, I, I'm I'm I love the fact that it has EVDO and all that, but I'm still thinking that if I'm traveling overseas, wouldn't you love to have
0: a device that where you can get data overseas also, not just for phone? Well, and I think. I think that's probably going to be the next evolution. Well, this this has your the GP the GPRS, which is the painfully slow uh, version of the that data. Um, I, I I don't know offhand, but it doesn't look like it's got the Class 10, which is the edge. So it's
1: I'm just worried. What I'm worried about is though is, uh, you know, most people like here they have you buy a data package along with your minutes. So I'm not really sure how would they would work out. A data package for overseas—that's my thing—and I'm just wondering if you know, these these travelers that travel overseas want some of the phone, and they you know they want a phone to take that they can just take anywhere. But I'm still thinking that they would also; these same people would love that. Man, man, imagine if they could take their push email overseas also. I just think that would be an awesome feature.
0: Yeah, and I I'm wondering. I'm thinking that with the GPRS, you may be able to get that, but it's going to be slow. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not. It's not going to be as as. As fluid as you would have um, anywhere with it here in the U.S. So, um, but some other Sprint news besides this behemoth of a phone <laughs> is there—they're they're bringing full-length movies right to your phone. And Matt, you had found this story.
1: Yeah, it's basically they come out with the—they had the—they had things called—they had a service called M Spot Movies. M um, Spot's one of the providers that provides different um, things like movies and because uh, yeah, they've got a lot of different. Um, companies they work with for like sports, uh, sports clips, news clips, weather stuff, and M Spot's one of those ones that does different things for them. And but this is actually a Sprint Movies where you download the application, it's free, have it on your phone, and then you can actually launch the application, go in, literally choose. And there's actually they got a lot of the, a lot of new movies in there, a lot of movie just movies overall in there, and you can, you could actually watch the movie right through your phone. The only thing is that what they do in most cases, they break it down by scenes a lot of times or sections. Like, if you ever got, you bought, you can buy a DVD where you can do a scene selection. So it's kind of I look at it like that. Because yeah, they don't want you they don't want you to watch a two hour movie straight through.
0: Well, it's gonna it's gonna be a solid probably thirty minutes, uh, you know, of a d- of downloading to watch the, you know, the two hours, and that's just a little ridiculous. Right. So yeah, they break. See, it up and a I and bit, I but. don't even know. I'm thinking
1: that I, you know, I haven't actually down, uh, played a movie yet, but I don't think you actually download the movie. You actually watch it just through the application, just the stream- so, the streaming, right? So you're gonna run into buffering issues in some cases, depending on what your coverage area, if you're an EVDO or not, and you also run into the fact of uh, since we're not to the point where you can use data and voice at the same time, you're gonna be if you watch the movie, you're gonna you
0: can't get any phone calls too. Right So But hey If you need your Spider-Man 2 fix They got you They got, got you s- covered they're, You're ready Yeah um, Anyway It's definitely It's definitely A step in the right direction Yes It definitely is It's And that You know That's honestly I I watched a few movies On my phone Every once in a while But I, I do it the, the cheater way I just take them And put them onto An SD card I don't actually Download them And it, yeah. and it works I mean it, It's, it's kind of nice In a pinch To be able to just Sit there and watch Something You know yeah, but you're getting... Plus, by watching it through your card, though, you won't
1: have the issues of... Uh, the buffering. You know,
0: what's streaming. Yeah, the buffering. Mm-hmm. True. So... Uh, let's see. One other kind of neat device that came out this week as we are talking about mobile smartphones is the the new Palm Trio, the 700 uh, V as in Victor, and that V stands for Vodafone. And... Most people are not going to notice much different about this device, other than the fact, and we talked about this before. It they've shaved off the antenna, but mm-hmm. they there was there we're waiting to find out you know where it was going to be released and who was going to have it. And you can actually go on pre-order your device now. Get your antennaless trio. The one thing that I will mention real quick here is that there is no Wi-Fi and there's no HSDPA currently in it. They may be able to do an upgrade once if it comes over here to a singular so that you could use it on the, the HSDPA network over here. It's got UMTS for 3G, but that's overseas and so currently you're, you're not going to be able to use it uh, on the high speed networks over here yet so keep that one in mind.
1: Uh, that still still kind of bugs me. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it does It's still stick in my craw when they release devices that are not up to date with where the current networks are. That's just, yeah, T-Mobile will work. But still, just you know, this kind of sticks my craw. I would hate to have, like, talked about before. I hate to have some like singular sell this device and say, "Well, you can use it in edge, but not the higher speed, though."
0: Yeah, no, you it's know? and, and it, it's it's one of those things. It's it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully, they're going to be able to get this, you know, up and in, in over here in the U.S. and we'll have some carrier with it that will have done the upgrades that need to be done to, to get that released. Um, but unfortunately, it's. It's overseas right now and I'm guessing Vodafone's probably got some some sort of exclusive on it, but you never know. We'll see what happens. Um You know, other than that, those were some of the, the big stories that came out over the last uh the last few days and, you know, over the last ten days I guess it is. It's it's been a little bit been a little while, but um wanted to, of course, um have our Matt's mobile minutes, so go ahead, Matt. Actually do we have a actually I'd like to do we have a little time to discuss some things? Well, absolutely. <laughs> we don't have to be t- quite so strict. I just was, you know, ah. going going through the list of things here, and we hit. On oh, I'm just, I'm also. just thinking. We got a little. it seems like got a little
1: time here. I just want to talk. I want to talk to. I want to talk to you actually and get your opinion in general about, y- you know, how we we you know our prayers are out there for the victims of 9/11, and I want to get your opinion on on
0: on the, the whole networks themselves and where the communications are at. Well just as far as as where we are and as far as emergency communication type yeah, situation. And I just yeah I mean for me, when I'm the only reason I want to bring this up is because I
1: want what I want to do for people is I want to kind of get them fired up a little bit because we are not where we need to be, as in when I wh- what it brought the, what it brought to me is five years ago when this happened, and, and, I, and I, some people uh, you know it's hard to let it go. And, it's, oh, and some people will never, obviously, will never be able to let it go, and it'll be a mark in our history forever. But then there's some people, like uh, a person I work with at work, was like, "Oh, it's been five years. It's time to move on." Yes, it is, but we cannot forget that, though. And I kind of that that attitude kind of upset me a little bit. And I guess it upsets me a little bit because when I watch the the uh, they had, they had two nine eleven movies on, mm-hmm. over the weekend, or Sunday night and, and Monday, and the one was the two brothers that filmed it. Right. Did you you notice that when we're talking, and the reason I bring this up, because it has to do with communications, is you notice in the lobby when things started happening, what were the firemen doing? They couldn't speak. They couldn't hear the other guys. They're putting their radios up there trying to get signal, trying to get things to work. And I saw that, and I'll tell you, excuse my French, but it pissed me off. Yeah. It did, because I looked at it and I said, you know what, why is this? Why are the people that are there to help save our lives have devices that are almost seems to me are are behind what we use
0: every day on a daily basis? Well, and you look at and and it's interesting because um, a, a lot of the issues that came, especially you know, we'll talk specifically about the self about cell phones at, during nine eleven were were overcrowding, uh... you know, capacity type issues. Um, You know, what you're talking about specifically is uh, the fact that they had their, you know, their main point of communications, uh, you know, the antenna for the repeaters was on top of, I I think it was building one, World Trade Center one or whatever. And so when that came tumbling down, so did that that lifeline. Anyway, but when you look at the cell phones, you had all these people that were, you know, trying to get on and make calls and there there were no channels available for them, you know, to get in and make that call. But one interesting thing is that i have have since you know thought was a really good uh good thing is that the nextel direct connect still worked because it was it didn't have to go out over a a dedicated channel you know one of the the lines that you had on True. on those specific towers they just went out basically basically just a data uh transmission you know going from one to the other so they were able to communicate that way but then you you're not getting you know information out to to a mass amount of people with that—that's just you know—and—and and,
1: and I'm sorry to interrupt, but the one reason I know this next to works so well is the fact that it's only a couple seconds stop, couple mm-hmm. second network stop, which is great. I just—but what I, I, you know, it just what aggravates me is when here these are the guys are trying to save everybody's lives and they can't even communicate to their own people, and I'm—and what so aggravates me is that every time I pay my phone bill, I'm paying mucho taxes on my wireless phone bill to pay for E911 to be better, to pay for these 911 centers to be upgraded to where they need to be, to know where I'm at, Uh, you know, and all these extra taxes, they keep tacking on the wireless bill, which, you know what, I don't have a problem paying because I'm hoping, hoping overall in the end it's going towards the right place and it just makes me mad when I watch that movie and I see that these guys can't even talk to to other people and tell them you know, get out of the building, because you saw, I mean, you saw, I mean, they're just trying to communicate, they're holding their radios up, hello, hello, you know.
0: And yep, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> and I think moving, in, in moving forward, there's obviously been a lot of planning in the last five years, and am I saying that the, the networks are going to be ready? No, probably not, but they're going to have different uh, backups in place. I know some of the municipalities in here around the Phoenix area, where at one point, you know, just look at public safety, for example. They only had you know one tower, or one antenna. Now they're going to where they have, they have two. And while that may not be, that may not be enough. It's more than they had before. So their yeah. transmissions can pop off of one and go to another one, and they can continue. You know, the conversations, uh, and obviously, you know, things. Things like that for some of the the cell phone providers, and you know, getting certain phones that are are emergency communications uh, professionals, or sorry, emergency professionals are using for communications are going to have the priority to make the calls. You know, over right. just the, your your average citizen. I think is going to be another inter, uh, important aspect. Of it
1: you know, what killed me is didn't it seemed like they
0: didn't even start doing priority networks until after that happened. Well, you know, and it, I think it's it, it's been like that for a lot of things, you know, in the uh, the country ha- since 9-11. And we talk about a post and pre-world, it really is. Because before then, did, who would have even thought, of, you know, about something like that? Yeah, we thought about natural disasters, and but, you know, the terrorist type stuff, that was, you know, that's overseas, oh, yeah. you know.
1: Oh, right, right. No one ever thought it would hit home like it did until it happened. But my point was that, my point is the fact that we are always after the fact and we we know that these guys we've talked about nextel being on the same band as a lot of the fire and police and interference always being a lot of times being an issue but it's almost like we don't even look at the problem until something happens you know I bring up the fact of there was a a school district in our area that it was uh, the elementary school people parents had to pull out into a very busy street no light and they never put a light there never put a light there guess what happened Somebody got killed because they had to tried to pull out around something. Didn't see another car, a truck coming. Truck hits the car, kills the per- kills the lady driving the car. And finally, guess what happens? Oh, light goes in. Yeah, I'm yep. just I'm just kind of you know. I mean, I just want I'm just this 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 911 to me was a signal of you know what fixed fix the communication systems. Let's get these fire and police talking to each other, man. Different counties, different this. Let's get you know let's communicate here. I'm just. Uh, my my heart goes out to the people that lost lives because that, you know, most I still feel that people, like we talked about before with Jerry on the show, and I said, it seemed like in my area where I live, people would not pull over when police and fire go by. All of a sudden, after 9/11, people finally get get the get out of the way, and I still feel like they're, in some cases, driving blind. That the, you know, I, that sometimes that network is not there to support them. Yep. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to go off on a tangent for everybody, but I just want people to really understand that, you know, we're still not there, and I want people to get fired up, and, and if they have the chance to talk to, you know, the senator, congressman, or whatever, and say what's going on here, this needs to happen, definitely do it.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll take a look, and uh, we'll see if we can find some, some information on, on some different places that we can lobby for that, and uh, we'll definitely talk about it. and one of the upcoming shows if if we can find some different places that we could go because that is that's a good point, you know, trying to get some more, you know, of the the tax dollars to support that would be good too. So well, all Mr. right, M- shall we shall Ms. I go on to my mobile minute now, I guess? Yes, Mr. Mr. Mobile Minute Matt, let's hear it. All right. Hi everybody.
1: Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading the show. And this is another Matt's Mobile Minutes. Now, you ever wonder what to do with that old phone when you go to buy a new one? Well, let me tell you a couple things. Number one, don't throw it away. You can either some, you can either recycle it, give it to a shelter, donate it. Sometimes, in some cases, if you donate it to a certain charity, you might even be, even be able to get a deduction for it, even if the phone carrier won't give you anything for it. And in some cases, if you give it to the phone carrier, they may give you money for it, bringing your old phone in. So that's, you know, just definitely don't throw it away. But before you do recycle, or if you're one of those people that says, oh, I'm just going to throw it away, please don't. A couple things to keep in mind. Remember, your name, your phone number, your contact list is on that phone. So what you want to do before you do anything, take it into your dealer and if you want to keep the contact list let's say as first see if they can transfer to your new phone if you're staying with the same provider see if they can transfer that to, to the new phone if not at least ask them hey can you print out the fa- contact list for me next then tell them to you want a full reset on the phone you don't know want no, don't tell them that you just don't want the contacts deleted you want a full reset done you want your full name everything deleted off that phone to blank factor before it was even activated the reason I say that is not just for your contacts or your phone number because think about you you're more likely going to keep the same phone number so people will have wh- what your phone number is, but in the same fact is I know with Sprint my email address is even on there because I go and pull my my Sprint email off my phone so my, even if I if somebody looked through my phone, they would actually know what my one email address is for Sprint so I mean that's a, you know, to me that's a, f- a security right there so definitely go in get everything reset, get the get everything deleted off the phone. Because remember, if you leave it, there might be the email out there, the voicemail, even possibly your picture mail. So you know, so you definitely don't want that information out there. Or if you even buy often, hey, sell it to a friend or something. Because if you're one of those people like, sometimes like us, us guys, that may buy a phone a couple times a year, your phone's still in great shape, still a great phone, still new for other people, sell it to a friend, get some more money out of it that way. And let them have an upgrade over their version. So so in, in the end, all I'm saying is don't throw it out. Take some steps. Either donate it, recycle it. Most most carriers will have some type of box in their store. Get it reset before you do it. You know, Just protect yourself and protect the environment. And yep. that's Matt
0: with your mobile minute. Well, thank you very much. Um, just wanted to remind everyone, any questions or comments that you have that you'd like to have us answer on the show can be directed to thecellphonejunkie at gmail.com or you can always go to com and leave comments there on the shows. And like I said, we will not be doing another show uh, this coming Sunday, but we'll have one for you again next week. And then hopefully we'll be doing that comment show uh, the following weeks or the following Sunday, so about a week and a half. So Um, anyway, thank you very much for downloading the show. And, Matt, unless you have anything else, I think that about wraps it up.
1: Nope, my rant is over. All right.
0: Have a good night, everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye.